Oh, <laughs> gosh. That was wow. a lot. That was a lot. I, you know, that I, was very nerdy. It all went a lot nerdier than I thought it would go. I, I, it's interesting because people, I think in general, don't realize how much at length they could talk about subjects. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't really care enough to think about it. Not, not that you don't think that you could, but mm-hmm. I think the, you know, I had so many more questions lined up, but we were just wrapping up. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. I wanted to get into um, my, my second topic that I, I did want to do was, uh, kind of just your growth, spiritual growth, spiritual, mental, physical growth over sure. the past, like since college. Sure. Um, but we just didn't get to it because, you know, it's, oh, it, was, okay. it was like an hour. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> Did I talk too much? No, 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 that was perfect. Okay. Um, uh, I, I should have said this before, but I would prefer like a 10%, 90% split uh-huh. um, because it's not a me thing. It's not a me podcast. Yeah. It's a, it's a guest podcast, right? I so um, I feel bad when, it feels like people are just rattling off stuff that they know. So I try yeah. to give it a little bit of a you spin on things like, what is your opinion on this? Blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. But yeah, I'm sure you were just regurgitating a bunch of information. Man, I, yeah, I wish, <laughs> I wish we talked about other stuff than biostatistics, Eric. <laughs> people like, too much. oh, David, the biostatistics guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now they're like, man. And I was like, also like thinking about like, oh man, my tone sounds really boring. Mm, I really feel nerdy. Like I think I'm going to put, I'm really going to put people to sleep. Uh, h- how about this? Do you have time? We could, I was going to actually have a bonus episode where we talk about, um, any tertiary stuff, secondary stuff, because mm-hmm. um, we're already kind of running out of uh, episodes for the season, or we we already ran out. So, oh, okay. if you'd be interested, we could talk about interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm down. <laughs> I'm I'm down to talk more. It's just like I was like caught off guard that we were gonna talk about biostatistics for like I've never I for don't even hour. talk like that with like my friends. Right, 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 right. And, so, and you were great at it though. Like you went into so in depth. I thought I was, I was getting interviewed, man. Yeah. Like I was like <laughs> <laughs> break it break out the interview clip. Wait, what are the interview questions like for biostatistics? I just like Oh I mean um so like for when I was when I was hired for Hopkins, I was like it was more behavioral. Okay, yeah, yeah. But um, I'm sure they'd ask you like random statistics. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, but for my current company, they were a little bit more technical. They need they wanted my writing sample. They wanted my codes. Um, they wanted to see how good I was at gotcha. my job. Yeah, and yeah. so they would ask me questions like, "Oh, how do you interpret like this result?" And and I would. And there's like a very specific way that statisticians interpret certain sure. things. So, so if they if someone doesn't know that, then they're yeah, yeah, clearly like yeah okay, yeah. Gotcha, so gotcha. like how do you like what does this odds ratio mean or hazard ratio right. mean? And it's just like we just have to like explain it exactly how we were taught so, to explain right. It. So because in CS, a lot of those terms like we have similar things, but a lot of times we don't use those in our day to day. You know, because yeah. it's like why would we need to know those basic yeah. terms? So. If you do, you get a study for those, or do you just already like kind of know the basic stuff? I mean, I had to learn it in in grad school, and right. so now I just kind of know second like, nature. Yeah. yeah, second nature. That's at this fair. Point, but like you know, in the beginning, I was like, I had no idea. Like, yeah. And then it's like we have like different ways to transform those values to make it more interpretable and stuff like that. And, and now I don't really remember too much, but you know, I don't think I need it. Sure. Sounds boring. It's boring, <laughs> man. Eric, 
my podcast is gonna be the least views. Wait, no, I think it was actually really interesting though. Like it, it, it was very fact. It was very interesting for me. I agree. But so, if you want, if we were to go into a different topic, do you think that that line of questioning, kind of your spiritual, mental, physical growth, would would be something you want? You you could be sure. more more personal more, about. Yeah, I could make it more interesting. Sure. Oh, but how about? If besides that, is there anything else in general that you think you would want to talk about um, now that you kind of know like the general flow? No, not. I mean, like I like so personally, I like when um, like we get really personal. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how I like having conversations. Sure. What I hate is having not hate. That's a strong word. What I don't prefer as much is like very like superficial. Right. Yeah. Like, like how's the weather? What do yeah, you do yeah, for yeah, work? Yeah. Blah, blah. Like, yeah. you know, um, stuff like that. And so I like being pretty open about my life. Um, although like, I don't know how people will take it, but sure. Sure. I mean, I've had some pretty traumatic experiences too that i could talk about sure like that, let's, so. let's delve into that then that's that okay. sounds like a great um second podcast topic so uh just jumping right into it um let's see let me collect um how has your spiritual perspective evolved or deepened maybe since your college times yeah um I mean, you know, growing up, like I've, I've always went to church, you know, my, my family, you know, grew from a, well, actually, you know, my dad was a Buddhist, um, uh, when he was younger, but eventually he came to Christ, you know, way before I was born. Hmm. Um, and my mom also, uh, was this when they were in the States. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so they made, they, they actually met in in, in the states they met in ohio um and there's like a small you know group of koreans that, and they just kind of gotta imagine it's pretty small in, yeah in, ohio <laughs> in the what 70s probably 60s? yeah 70s, 70s yeah yeah 70s maybe 80s sure if anything um and it's funny like they met actually playing um you know that red card game ghost off uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. that's how they met oh and that's my mom is cracked yeah i at, imagine at that game i mean um, not, not much to do out in ohio right besides yeah exactly off. yeah yeah and no internet like no nothing so what do you do you just play ghost stop but um yeah so i grew up from a, a christian background um always went to church and you know everything was pretty like i was like relative relatively a pretty good like two-shoe like i was you know i tried to listen to my parents uh the best way i can and of course like i've had my fair share of like troubles but like you know um i i really do find that i i really do think it's very fortunate for me like that i like was able to like go to church like every Sunday. And I really do thank God for allowing me to see the importance of going to church on Sundays. Um, and so, you know, I think like, I mean, college was like pretty like typical, like, you know, like 
UVA has like what GCF. Um, like we also had um, a group called KCM, and we call it Korean Campus Ministry, and and like it was basically a bunch of like Asians who love God and they want to uh, like you know have fun, have fellowship, but also like positively influence each other, and so that's kind of like how. My college years went so like if anything my i never really struggled spiritually during that time um i probably struggled a little bit in grad school just because i was all alone in michigan mm -hmm. um and no one was really holding me accountable sure. like you know um, i didn't have anyone to hold me accountable right. and so like you know i'll try to go to church every sunday and i'll try to serve there too and um i think in general it was okay um i mean i did have like a couple like phases where i didn't go to church for weeks but um you know i like god reminded me sure. to always go to As church and so yep. yeah and so i don't think i really like fortunately i never really um had a lot of hardships and mm -hmm. suffering mm -hmm. um that made me want to question like god's existence or god's intentions um probably not until uh, i would say about three years ago gotcha um and so uh so yeah like i i think like so i was so this is like a personal story mm -hmm. um that i was uh sorry i don't know if i like i'm like i'm like no, trying to figure worry. out yeah, what's the best way time. to phrase it but um yeah so like i was actually like in a relationship at the time mm -hmm. um and i was in a relationship with this with this person for about six years and um i think uh at some a certain point um i really thought that like you know she was like my future and and that like you know i wanted to pursue something more um with her than just a relationship and so i would say that probably happened around like 2017 and that's when i started thinking about you know how i'm going to plan my future like where am i going to settle like how i'm going to save money and and stuff like that and and you know fast forward to 2020 came around like i um i wanted to propose and mm -hmm. so i actually like you know proposed to you know her at the time and and we were engaged for about three months and um and then um after three months so she she was um on the other side of the country she was in she was in california at the time because she was doing her residency gotcha. um and optometry and um and so that was going to be like a year long and so the plan was for us to kind of like like think about like how like our wedding's going to be and then how we're going to get there and then you know who's who's in charge of what and and stuff like that and and um and so that's how we were going to tackle you know our year long of like long distance but after three months um things were just re getting just really hard sure. and i think there was an underlying problem to our relationship i just think that neither of us really addressed it mm -hmm. and 
um, essentially, you know, we went through some counseling, we went through some uh, just just time to ourselves to think about, you know, what we want. And um, essentially, like we, you know, decided to part ways. And, and that was really hard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, especially because during that time of when I decided that I wanted to start a future with with this person, and just like, basically making my decisions based on that, like, what's what sets like how can i put myself in best position to like you know have a future with her that i want like um and like when everything kind of crumbled like i felt like i just completely just like lost myself like mm -hmm. i lost my purpose like i lost like just any sort of motivation to like you know keep going um you know like I was just constantly just like in mood swings. Like mm -hmm. I was laughing at one point, then I'll be crying at another time point. Like it was just like really hard. Mm -hmm. And like, I remember like so many times, like I wanted to like curse at God. Sure. Like I was like, you know, God, like why, why did you let this happen to me? Like why, like, why did you let me go this far for me to for you to make me realize that this wasn't the end and like you know i was just just trying to find answers and 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 i was just getting more and more frustrated that like i was just met with a lot of silence mm -hmm. from god um and so like i remember i would just go to church like in the middle of the night um pitch dark i was just like i had i had the key to my old church and so i would just go in whenever i wanted to um and just sit in the sanctuary and in, in complete darkness and i would just like just like talk to god like i wouldn't necessarily call it a prayer sure. but i would just like talk to him and just like let him know like what i'm really frustrated by and why i'm so like mad and upset and sad and and i was you know i i actually even like cursed at him like and just like questioned him and and like wanted to like wrestle with him and and through all of those things like i just kind of i think that was probably the time when i struggled like or my my spiritual life like my spiritual walk with god has been tested the most mm -hmm um like even like you know pastor brian like he would try to explain to me like or try to tell me that everything's going to be okay and 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 i just couldn't believe anyone mm -hmm. like i'm just like thinking to myself like no it's not gonna be okay i'm like doomed like this is like i'm 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 like screwed essentially um but it took some time um and you know i had to seek like counseling um and and just really like dig deeper into like my issues and 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 just figure out why things happened the way it did but um at a certain point i had this realization i remember i was um so like i went through like different 
you know, people say like there's like five different stages of how to like handle grief. like grief. Yeah. Um, and I like tapped into all of that, like, and not even in any particular order. And, um, but like one, I remember like I was like coming home and I was thinking about this idea that like, why is God so silent? Why won't God like show me or like tell me like what's going on? Like, why wouldn't God just like tell me the answer? So I, so at the very least, I feel a little bit of peace. Like, why can't God just show me like some sort of a closure so sure. that I can like, you know, I don't have to like cry every day. Um, and like, I think like at some point I, I was listening to like Tim Keller podcast and he was just talking about like how to handle suffering and pain and stuff like that. And, and I just had like a random like epiphany that like God was not being silent necessarily. He was actually being patient with me. And that was a huge realization that I had that, you know, God, who is my father, who is, you know, in control of all things, like, you know, with such high position as somebody who God is, like, you just imagine, like, I'm just, like, cursing at him. I'm just, like, getting upset at him. Like, I'm just throwing a tantrum, you know, and he could have easily been, like, you're done, right. you know. Um, but, like, the fact that he was just waiting, he's just, he wasn't being silent. He was waiting for me to just, like, you know, have this realization that, you know, God is still going to work through all of this and that, you know, he's going to help me realize a lot of different things that I wouldn't have been able to otherwise. That I think, like, it was probably, like, three, four months in is when I first felt, like, this, like, peace for the first time. And it's been, like, for those three, four months, it was just, like, just misery like for every day and every second like like i like had to figure out a way to just like attach myself to different people like you know we'll go to my brother's house sometimes and go to my cousin's house or my friend's house and we just like cry every mm -hmm. day um just being in misery um but yeah like after that realization of course i still had my ups and downs sure. but like you know i realized that even those three four months that i was in misery like i realized at that moment like i was still seeking god at that time mm. and that really spoke loud to me in the sense of like like i was still faithful to him even though i was mad at him mm. but the fact mm. that i even thought about him like made me understand that like you know i i i obviously still believe that he exists in my life you know um and so like that was actually just like a really like uh a, a, you know just a really learning experience that like i felt like i needed to go through um and um you know i did like try to like I tried different things to like work on myself and try to dissect more into why like I felt this like you know like I was like lost and I'm just like mm -hmm. you know I felt like I was doomed and like nothing else matters I just didn't have a purpose in life and 
I think it really came down to just me not valuing myself and trying to find my value and my worth through other people. And I know that's a very common struggle that a lot of people face. Um, and so, like, you know, during my time of singlehood, like, I really worked hard to really try to find my worth and mm. my value um, and and trying very hard not to seek other people's validation um, and just to be able to validate myself because, you know, it's not, it's not my own works. Like it's, it's, you know, like I don't find, you know, my favorite passage in the Bible is just simply like, it's not I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Sure. Like I really felt like that spoke very loudly to me in that like, I don't need to find my worth and my value through other people. And that the only value I need to find is from Christ mm. and his work and what he is, you know, what God is going to do through me you know to me and through me and so mm, i spent a lot of time just like working on that and the four things that i really like that i really wanted to work on and, and set that as my goal is one i wanted to get um i wanted to get healthier like physically mm. um wanted to um you know back then i i i weighed close to like 250 um and like i just loved eating just unhealthy food and how much do you weigh now i weigh i hover now anywhere from like um 186 to like 189 big, um, big transformation yeah 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 and so you know and i like did that by just like going to the gym and and so that was actually a new discovery that i really enjoy doing is to go to the gym and and actually work out like i hated doing that when i was little um and and i never found a good motivation to go um but i think after what i've been through like i realized that one thing i needed to figure out was how do i spend time alone because I was always just attaching myself to other people and I knew that wasn't sustainable. Um, and so I was trying to think about what's the best way to spend time alone. And, and I thought about, you know, going to the gym and like work out and, and, you know, just, I was able to find that very like stress relieving. Um, and it was just like a healthy way of relieving stress mentally. And so, I think that's why I started like getting more into it. Sure. And then the body recomposition started to kick in, but I didn't even notice that I was like losing weight or just like, you know, just like, you know, the body transformation thing. Like I just, I was not able to really see that cause I was just so focused on trying to get better mentally. And the reason why is because like, I really wanted to be better for the people who were supporting me at the time. Like I knew I was a burden. I knew I was, you know, causing stress in other people's lives, even though I know they'll tell me like, it's okay. It's, yeah, it's okay. Or it's it. not even a stress yeah. at all. I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, you know, like, and, and I obviously really appreciated that. And, and, and so one thing I really had to come in terms with was like, I knew that I was a burden and that's just what it's going to be. Um, in order for you to get through what you have to get through. But your responsibility is to make sure 
that you are trying to better yourself as quickly as you mm. can so mm. that you don't need to rely on them. Mm. And so the whole gymming thing really came into play when, when, that, when I started thinking about it from that perspective. Second thing was like I wanted to like be more independent mentally and like wanted um, not really wanted to rely on other people for anything um, for my own happiness or whatever. And so like, you know, and, and for that, like I really wanted to just be more like reliable um, and be more stable of a person. And, and, and I thought like, I really wanted to um, move out of my parents' place because I realized I was like depending on my parents way too much for whether that is like food and like clothes, like, and there's like, I was like a little kid, mm. you know? Um, and so like everything was figured out for me, but I really wanted to do that myself. And I was at an age, I was like, it's like embarrassing to say, but I was like 28 at the time. Um, and, and I really wanted to like, you know, venture out on my own, which is why I, I moved down here to Arlington. Mm. Um, and so like, I wanted to be more stable. And the third thing was just like, I wanted to really work on my spiritual walk with God and just be able to grow in that sort of way. Um, and like, I knew that like, you know, with all these like hardships, it's it's going to produce, you know, character and, and perseverance and all that stuff. And so like I really wanted to um wanted to grow. Um and so that's obviously that's an ongoing journey. Um that, you know, I I I'm going to keep going, I guess. Sure. Um still like trying to think of the last one but i forget but anyway i like you know these are the things that i really worked a lot on for you know as long as i was single and and um and i really do thank god for allowing me to be where i am today through all of this and and i really i think one of the biggest blessings i learned was that like he really demonstrated that he was always faithful mm. and he was always by me mm. even though i may not feel it like it's not that he wasn't there it's just my inability and so yeah so i i noticed that you know as you're saying how you were your your get 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 well plan it, it was marked by a lot of intentionality do you mm -hmm. think that intentionality was there before you had to go through all this or do you think it was because kind of in lieu of the pain that you're dealing with, that you develop that level of independence and that intentionality and were able to kind of build that for yourself? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say, I would say it's more the latter. Um, honestly, like, I think, and, and, you know, it's funny, because I was talking to my, um, at, when I was getting counseling at the time, my counselor would ask me, like, I was like, just like vent, right? Mm -hmm. I'll just like tell them, like, this and this and this happened and i'm just like so frustrated i'm so mad i'm so sad like you know like i don't want to like keep going like it just sucks and and like and then my my counselor would just sit there and just like would listen very patiently and he would just ask me like oh so like david like just a quick question like when's like the last time you've experienced like pain and suffering as as something that is even close to this mm. like when's the last time you experienced that 
And I just like sat there for like in silence for like 30 seconds. Him and I were just sitting there in silence. And I was just like, okay, to be honest, I don't think I've experienced like this level of pain or suffering before. In fact, I don't think that I suffered all that much throughout my life. And that's a huge, I mean, obviously that was a huge blessing from God um, that I was able to grow up very like relatively peacefully. Um, But, um, you know, so like it helped me understand that like this pain and suffering I'm going through, I'm reacting much stronger because this was my first time like going through something like Mm. this to this intensity. And so, like, I think from that, I was able to kind of, if, like, after I was able to understand that, I think I was able to dissect a little into more about, like, what made me unhappy, like, what made me sad and, and like, like, what is it about pain and suffering that made me so weak and, and why am I so weak? And, and so, like, I think that's kind of, like, just going down that you know, rabbit hole made me understand, like, ultimately, like, I need to be better. Mm. And, and, oh, another thing that my counselor asked me was, like, I understand that you feel like, I mean, it sounds like what you're saying is that you don't really deserve this pain and suffering. But if you were to, like, ask yourself genuinely, like, and honestly, like, would you say that you were, um, equipped properly Mm. equipped to be a husband that um you envisioned yourself to be and i remember i just like took some time to think about it and i was like okay as much as i'm upset as much as i'm like mad and sad like i think ultimately i i don't think i was ready i think things were too easy i think things were just handed to me too easily like you know and so like I realized that like, that's when I realized like God is putting these or he's letting these pain and suffering um, come into my life so that I can be stronger and therefore my faith will be stronger for him and, and be able to um, just grow from all this. And so I think that's what made me really think about like how to be more intentional with my life and then put more work into the things that I want to work on. And that it helped me realize that like, like the world doesn't evolve around you. Like mm-hmm. the world's going to keep going the way it, it operates. And it's really up to you in terms of how you want to mold yourself into the society and, and the decision. And that all comes with the decisions you make and the consequences that come from the decisions. And so, you know, I told myself like, you can just choose to sit there and you can just sulk and complain like every day until you run out of things to complain about or like you can do something about it mm. and you can like take this experience and you know let it be a blessing to other people someday at some point um that like you know this is your story this is this is a story that is going to you know hopefully like allow other people to see that God is truly faithful and that he is working through every, you know, each and one of us. Um, although that story may, that journey may look very different from person to person. Um, I really, I remember like thinking to myself that like, I really want this pain and this experience to not go mm. to waste mm. and just 
be miserable every day, but rather like use this to kind of propel myself forward and, and really understand like, you know, how, how God is working in my life. So do you think you would be able to have been able to get to where you are now without having to have gone through that pain and suffering over time, maybe, or do you think that it was kind of necessary just knowing yourself? I'm not saying that it was a good or good thing, obviously, but you know, just in terms of, you know, how, how you are as a person. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been asked this questions a lot, uh, this question a lot, um, by different people, um, who I, whom I've shared this with, um, but I think my ultimate answer is that, so one, like, of course, I don't wish upon this to anyone. Sure. Like, even if somebody like, I mean, I, yeah, even if it's somebody I don't like, let's say, yeah. like, I wouldn't even wish that upon right. them. Right. Um, and because it was just so excruciating, um, like, you know, I mean, people deal with heartbreaks all the time. And, and so, like, it's not you know, uncommon, but, um, but like at the same time, like, I think my answer is just whatever had happened is, is what was best. Mm. And so like, God let this happen. He let, you know, a broken engagement come into play in my life, um, in order for me to see the things that I needed to see. And I believe that that is the best. Sure. And um, like, yeah, we could think about the shoulda, coulda, woulda. Like, right. you know, I could have handled the situation much differently. I don't know. But at the end of the day, like, I think through this experience, like, I was, I learned that, like, no matter what I do, no matter the decisions that I make, ultimately, like, God is in control and mm -hmm. that he will, it's not going to, you know, no matter, like, what decisions I make, I feel like um, God will never let me deviate away from him that would steal his glory ultimately, mm. because I think ultimately he cares about his glory the most mm. and, and we are just part, we are created for his glory. And so like, you know, as much as, I mean, I don't want to get too deep into this whole like free will, but like i don't think i'm, I'm equipped to, be able to argue about that <laughs> no, no not that not that not that i'm equipped either but like i i really do think that like you know whatever decisions i make ultimately is what i'm like what i'm trying to say is no matter what decisions i make it doesn't really matter because like mm. ultimately god is in control and he's going to take care of me and mm. so i think what had happened is what was best um and i don't i i don't think about what could have happened or what sure. should have happened sure. anymore um and and that's kind of how i answer the question to everyone who right. asked me the same question right. yeah yeah it's kind of a it happened and you don't want to attribute like good bad to something that just an, an event right you know yeah. it, it's life you know it as you said it it happened and you can't take it back you can't and living in regret is kind of just unhelpful i guess yeah right? so yeah um, i'm very against like ruminating mm -hmm. and 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 feeling any sort of regret sure. um i think i just have like a like a defense mechanism or like a coping mechanism whenever i start to feel like oh, i should have but i'm mm -hmm. just like nope like it happened and so let's just like move on life moves on so yeah i mean i just I don't, I try not to think about that kind of stuff. Sure. 
So I, I noticed you said that you wanted to get a lot more, uh, maybe not independent, but be able to be okay as an independent person. Mm -hmm. Do you think you has that ever taken been taken too far? Do you think? Yeah, okay. absolutely. I mean, um, you know, like I think like like us as humans, like we tend to like work as like a pendulum like if we're extreme on one end then we tend to and then the moment we realize that that needs a change then we swing too hard on the other side and so um yeah like uh, one of my friends actually asked me this question he was like well it looks like you've like been working on the things that you said you wanted to work on mm -hmm. um but um has there been any like new challenges like new demons that like you're facing like after going through all this and yeah i think um i've dealt with you know some some struggles being too almost too independent um just not making myself available um for people and um that has definitely kind of you know i had to make adjustments and 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 it was uncomfortable like mm. it's like i i did not want to feel any sort of dependency on other people sure. like i was just so strong on that and i was so stubborn about it um but just realizing that at the end of the day like we need we need people like right. you know god created people like to like help each other and and to grow from and to learn from one another and so like you know just being able to understand that and and you know being able to kind of make small adjustments in here and there it's still a work in progress i think um but but yeah i mean yeah there are definitely challenges of you know trying to be okay being independent and not wanting necessarily other people's like help mm -hmm. or anything mm -hmm. like that um but i've got some great friends who sure. remind me otherwise mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. yeah how does working with a counselor factor into your independence? Um, is it part of the independence or do you think it's a little bit of a dependence? What do you mean? Like Sorry. Deep, being dependent on a counselor. Oh, oh yeah. Um, no. So I actually feel like, um, I don't know, like, I, I don't know if this is still the case, but I tend to think like the society kind of, or at least like, Koreans specifically tend to look at like counseling as like a taboo. Mm. Like it's you're like, you know, like why like why why are you going to like see a counselor? Sure, yeah. Like, you know, like is everything okay? Like they get like so like scared. And it's like, no, it's just like I'm just struggling mentally. Like there's nothing like it's not like it's pretty common. Like people struggle mentally all the time. Like I feel like like everyone struggles. Everyone struggles yeah. with some level of anxiety and and whatever, and 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 different people have different ways of coping. And I tend to look at it from a perspective of like, well, God created them too. God created those counselors. Like God created them and gave them very specific gifts for them to be able to help others. And like, you know, and so like. I did uh, like at one point I did think about like oh I might just like trying to find like more practical steps and mm. not like mm. you know looking at it from sure. the biblical perspective or whatever and and I just felt like at the end the conclusion I was able to draw was like well you know 
God has put those people in my life to to help me grow and and be able to see, um, you know, how, His glory through that. Um, that He has created something, you know, someone beautiful with a lot of knowledge and 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 therapy. And right, so, right. Um, yeah, and so like I really do think like I honestly think everyone should go seek therapy. That's sure. my opinion, but you know. Um, but you know, different people have different ways of right. handling their hardships. So I understand. Right. I'm, I'm a heavy proponent of counseling myself. I went for probably about a year or so and oh, wow. very helpful, you know, at least for myself, it helped me figure out myself a little bit and I figured out how to be independent as you're kind yeah. of saying as well. Um, I think as you're saying, at least try it out, right? Like yeah. there's no harm in in trying it out well i guess cost but yeah, well uh, that but also i feel like people feel ashamed right that they're they're going to seek help but right. i'm like okay are you ashamed of going to the hospital when you're sick exactly yep and it's like i just feel like the society looks at mental health as such something secondary to your physical health but i'm sure. like i mean some people like when they have like mental health like issues like it actually affects them physically too mm -hmm. like biologically it affects mm -hmm. them like you know and so like you know i just i i wish like people like could see that and understand right. that mental health is just as important as your physical health right, um, right. so yeah our co-host Huajin, she's actually a counselor too yeah so that, yeah that's, i'm aware she, if she if only she were here <laughs> no, <laughs> um, uh, i i actually kind of liken getting counseling to kind of working out your brain like mm -hmm. like lifting but instead you know mentally mentally yeah. you're figuring out how to do better at being independent and mm -hmm. it's not um that you're putting all that weight on the counselor you're a lot of times they're trying to help you figure out for yourself exactly what you need to do right yeah. they're not like telling you oh yeah you need to do this this yeah and yeah so like like so why do you think that you're like mm -hmm. oh that's a great question <laughs> like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know why but like having the help of a professionally trained person who's had years of experience like, I feel like we'd have to be really arrogant to think that we could do everything ourselves without that, you know, third party looking in and figuring out where our blind spots are. Because I'm sure, I mean, I, I, I know I have blind spots and that's what I helped learn from going to my counselor. And I think everyone at could, could at least be able to figure out a little bit more for themselves too, you know? Yeah. And I just feel like, you know, when they, when or at least for people who haven't gone to counseling or therapy or whatever, like I think their idea of what like therapy looks like is actually very different right. than yeah. like what we know. Like when we go see counseling, it's actually a lot different. It's like they don't give you the answers actually. They put you in, in, in position to be able to see clarity right. better. Like, you know, because I think what it is, like you said, it's like a blind spot. Like it's like it's just, everything is just like so cloudy and I don't know where I'm like heading, like in terms of like finding solutions or, you know, answers to my problems. But like, you know, the therapist is not going to give it to you, like give sure. you the answer, nor do they even know like right. what the answer is. Right. But they're just asking a lot of questions to help you think and help you understand. And it's kind of like, ultimately at the end the goal is for you to be able to answer the question that you've been wondering like to yourself mm -hmm. like you're able to come up with an answer to that right yeah. and it feels really re rewarding when you're able to do that you're like exactly oh, like it's work you know the thing yeah. i've been trying to do is 
it's paying off yeah yeah and so like you know it's you have to work for it essentially it's it's like going to the gym and finally be able to add five pounds here your way you know it it takes time but you know what you get stronger every time you do it so true yeah so um kind of going back to kind of your convictions that you were holding um from the breakup and from all these you know pain and in your life do you find it difficult as time goes on you know it's three years later do you find it you forget that you experience those pain, you find yourself regressing at all, or do you think you've been able to kind of maintain that trajectory going forward? Uh, you mean like in terms of the things I've been working on? Or? Yeah, and oh. in terms of that plus, you know, however more you grew from that. Oh uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I get surprised by like how much I still like enjoy like, for example, like working out, mm. like, I just came back. I just came here from the gym. Like I <laughs> wanted to get my workout in. Yeah. Um, and and it's now more like, I think what I find it fascinating is like how, what it used to be was like for my mental stress, mental relief. Then it was about trying to like get in shape, like trying mm-hmm. to look good or whatever, right? Now it's like, it's just a lifestyle. Like for me, sure. like I, I think- I tend to like, there was a time where I stopped working out for maybe about like two weeks Mm -hmm. because of an injury. And also like, I was just like really busy with work. And I just remember like, I was just so miserable. Like I was like, just like a zombie. Like um, my roommate, Daniel, he knows this. Like I come out and I'm just like, I don't have anything. Like I'm not even shaved. Like I haven't taken a shower. (laughs) Like I was just like grossed out. Like, um and i would just be like just yeah like like i would just be in such misery Mm. um and and the moment like i like was able to get some breather and i i got a chance to work out there was just this like immense like like just like relief uh, of stress and just like i felt so much better that I realized like, oh, this has to be now part of my lifestyle. Cause if I don't now like go to the gym or whatever, like if I don't like work on myself, if I don't feel like I'm working on myself, mm-hmm. then I think I still tend to get really down on myself. Gotcha. And I'm kind of like my own like worst critic when it comes to that. Um, I think if anything, I need to be more gracious and more patient with myself, but I think I tend to be very hard on myself in general. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, to answer your question, I feel like in some areas, yes, but in other areas, it, it naturally kind of gives. Like mm-hmm. it, it's like, you know, I, right. I, I do think there is some leniency there. And, and I think, you know, that's just being human. Like mm-hmm. when life just gets a little bit more comfortable, you just kind of tend to forget the things that we used to really care about. Sure. Um, so. Gotcha. Gotcha. So what, what are you trying to look for in your life right now? Well, what, what are your goals personally? That's a good question. Um, you know, I, I obviously do think about, you know, marriage Mm -hmm. and, and, and eventually want to get there someday. Um, but I also, I think, but more so like, I, I, I really do think that I have, I'm still like a work in progress. Like I, I'm not completely satisfied with where I want to be. Not that I'll ever be. Um, but I think I'm in this 
stage right now in my life where I'm just trying to learn a lot from different people. And I'm always curious about, you know, certain things that I'm, I may not have any knowledge in and, and just trying to grow from hearing from different people's perspective and, and whether, and, and one thing I really do, um, find like, or that I'm really proud about, about myself is that I feel like I kind of carry that with whoever I meet mm. So it doesn't really matter like your any any of your like demographics like you know socioeconomic age whatever like doesn't really matter to me like I'm always just trying to find a way to grow because I have this understanding that everyone grew up very differently and everyone sure. has different background right. and and so like you know different upbringing so like I want to learn other people's perspective in the hopes that I can have a broader range of understanding people. Mm. Um, and so that's kind of like one thing that I'm like trying to be better at. Um, but in terms of like, I don't know, like my current life situation, I think I'm, I am thinking about like, you know, eventually I do need to, settle down mm. and like you know be able to you know put myself in a position where i can make enough to be able to support my fan like for my future family mm. and saving up and and things like that and so um yeah i always get this like pressure from my family right that, yeah. you know like i'm <laughs> not getting any younger and families. yeah and so like they're just like you know, they're just looking forward to the day when, sure, when I sure. decide that I want to get married. Right. But I think right now that's just kind of not been on my site, mm -hmm. uh, at least mm -hmm. these days. I've just been just kind of tackling day to day. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, just like enjoying. I think that's one thing is like just I've been so focused on the future so much that like I forget a lot of times to just enjoy where I am now. Mm. And I think, I mean, that could also get extreme too. Like, and that could also be bad too, but I feel like, you know, that's kind of where I'm at. Sure. I think I'm just trying to just enjoy the stage of life that I'm in right mm. now. Mm. And so, yeah. Everything in moderation. Yeah, yeah I know. That's, that's, that's my motto. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> I always, you know, tell my friends that it's like, you just have to do everything in moderation. I think that's the the most difficult thing. Right. I think because moderation comes with just self-control. It means you have to control yourself. Right. And nobody wants to do that. Um, you know. I feel like, especially in society today where it's a lot of do what you want to do and yeah. don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Like, yeah, I mean, you should do the things you want to do, but there's reasons why you shouldn't, shouldn't. do exactly. everything all the time, you yeah, know? Yeah. Even good things, drinking water. You should yeah. not drink water all day cause you'll die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, um, I, I, so I said this to like, I remember like a long time ago, I was telling everyone like, yeah, like I think that's the hardest thing. And we have, mm. we have to do everything in moderation because anything that we do in extreme is like not good. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. someone was like, well, you can be extreme about your love for Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, mm -hmm. I guess that's one and what, like the only thing I guess you can be extreme on. But yeah, I mean, it's just like, it's just, 
I just think it's hard for people to just control themselves, especially if it's like something they're really passionate about. You know, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to not do stuff that you enjoy yeah. like, a lot, you know, yeah. uh, but we're actually getting close to our time again. You, yeah. We've been talking for two hours, David. Can you believe that? Oh my gosh. I'm a <laughs> chatty little boy, aren't I? I had a great time for both parts of our talks. So. Really? But they were very different for sure. Yeah, for sure. I know. Um, yeah, I'm sorry for talking. No, no, I didn't know. It was great. I, I encourage you to talk more. In fact, if we had infinite time, I would love to continue this conversation. But how about we, we end with um, what are some takeaways you would love for people to just be able to take from you and your story and maybe be able to apply for their own life? Let's say apart from counseling, because we already discussed. That. Yeah, um, I guess for me is that um, ultimately, like, I really think that people really should understand that like we are created to really glorify God first and foremost. And especially as believers, like we need to understand that life does not evolve around us. And, and it's not about me. It's not about you. Like, you know, it's not even about, you know, anyone other than just like god himself and so like for me it's like i i want people to i i guess my i guess through my story i really would like people to be able to see that like that god is always faithful to us and he's faithful to us because ultimately that brings him glory at the end and so i think my takeaway is to really hoping that people are able to see my story as as one of the ways where like god was truly glorified mm -hmm. through through thick and thin mm -hmm. through everything that i've been through i just think like i just want people to understand that like even even in my lowest of lows and the highest of highs god, god was always there mm -hmm. and he is always there for you you know and and even when especially in the moments when you feel like God is not present or you don't feel his presence or you feel like God did you wrong. Like those are the times when actually God is actually the closest to you. Sure. Um, and it is actually your inability to see that or feel that because, you know, we as humans, we just can't help but like get our emotions involved. And, and, and it's just like when things just don't go well, it's like, I'm not happy and I'm not mm -hmm. satisfied. Then it's like, God, you're doing this to me. Like, right. you know, God, I thought you're always going to do, you know, good things, not bad things. But it's like, no, like there's a reason mm -hmm. for everything. Mm -hmm. Even in the smallest decisions you make, there's, there's a reason. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that's kind of what I would like people to know. Awesome. Well, yeah. I, I think they'll, they'll take that away for sure. So I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, thanks for your time, David, again, part two. Um, this will come out eventually. But um, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. We'll catch you guys next week. All right.